Welcome to Wings on Wings podcast, season three, episode 15, This Old House. In this episode, which aired January 30th, 1992, Brian and Joe learn their childhood home has been condemned due to a storm, and they try to do whatever they can to save it. Our wing sauce is Eddie Ojeda's Twisted Hot Sauce Peach Carolina Reaper Ultimate Heat Hot Sauce. Welcome back to Wings on Wings. Oh, that was a spirited intro from Doug. I liked it. I'm alive. You are alive. I'm here. I'm Doug, as previously mentioned. Who am I with today? I don't know. Who are you with? (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Hi, I'm Brett. What's up? It's a good thing I love you. Why? What if you didn't? I don't know. I haven't contemplated that. That's why I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, touche. Michelle. I'm DJ. Why are you not singing lyrics? I was just about to. All right, good. I was just going to ask. Hey, guys, are we going to take it? (laughs) Exactly. I was going to say, are we going to take it? Do we want to rock? No, we're not going to take it. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Wings on Wings. Uh, I want to rock. More importantly, uh, we are eating uh, Eddie Ojeda's Twisted Hot Sauce Peach Carolina Reaper Ultimate Heath. That's right. A Twisted Sister Hot Sauce. Because we want to rock. We're not going to take it. Uh, D. Snyder's Strangeland. Ew! And, um, <laughs> Sauce, zero out of zero. <laughs> and that really bad Nine Inch Nails cover no. we, we heard D. Snyder do. What's that really good song where I remember I was like, Twisted Sister, they're not a good band. And then the one day we were listening to, yeah. like, Serious or whatever. You're Burn in Hell. Yeah, and this song came on, I was like, dude. Twisted Sister's really good. Yeah, I legit love Twisted Sister. I know he you does. Uh, have for a long time. Uh, I think they because they look ridiculous. They get roped into the hair metal bullshit. Uh, the bass player was in the fucking Dictators originally, and then he's fucking awesome. He's a g- cool guy. He's fucking giant. Yeah, he's uh, what six like yeah. five. And uh, Strangeland is terrible. Strangeland God, is terrible. So fucking bad. We were just talking about this we the were. other day. Uh, but because because the only good Kid Rock song is on that soundtrack. Well, let's find out how they are in hot sauce. Uh, yeah, let's let's dive in while we talk about this old house, season three, episode fifteen of Wings. Sorry, I forgot the cold open. Mm. What the fuck was the oh. cold open? Roy comes in from the outside. Oh, yeah. And it's fine outside, despite the rest of this. Oh, well, but it opened with the news episode. broadcast, didn't it? No, that was after no. the cold open. Oh, okay. Um, so he comes in from the outside and he says, Buongiorno. Oh. And Faye's like, well, aren't you fancy speaking Italian? And he says that he wants to go to Venice. Mm-hmm. And Antonio is immediately upset, as you can tell, because he's clearly a real Italian. Yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And uh, he's he's like, oh yeah, Venice is beautiful this time of year, except for the turkeys mm-hmm. that have turkey worms that you can kick. Uh, you when they attack you, you kick them into the canal, and you can kick forty or fifty turkeys into the canal before lunchtime. That's so insane. Mm-hmm. And then it's it's bullshit. Yeah. And now Roy says, oh, maybe I'll just go see America first. Well, and Faye says, I didn't know there were turkeys in Venice. 
And Antonio says, there's not, and we're trying to keep any of them out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Why not? a turkey. <laughs> oh, boy. So then we get into the episode. And uh, they open up with, there's a giant storm hitting Nantucket. Yes. Yes, it's a, st- it's a stormy one. I have a theory. So this episode came out in January or February of 92. January 30th, yes. A lot of that footage, I'll bet you anything, came from the September 1991 Nor'easter. Okay. That was the basis of the movie The Perfect Storm, if you remember that, from 21 years ago. Because mm-hmm. that happened... I don't remember that. Tell me all about it. What's the plot? Of the movie of The Perfect Storm? Was it George Clooney? Yeah, George Clooney and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, it was about the Andrea Gale. Fishing mm-hmm. boat goes out to sea. They end up getting lost in the storm. They all, everybody drowned. Cool. It's not a happy movie. No, it's kind of a bummer. Because it's about people dying on a boat. Watch the heat. Yeah, it sneaks that's, up on That's you. why I'm, uh, I'm not getting cocky over here. I put a little bit more on because yeah. I didn't put enough initially. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That extra I'm, I'm perfectly content with the amount of sauce that I put on. It's not. It, I can feel it like under the surface. It's not as hot as the one from two or three weeks ago. Not much is. But it's hot. Yeah, this one sneaks up on you. Oh, you mean oh, Doug's, Doug's devil dick sauce that it was? Mm-hmm. That bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your liquid mace. <laughs> um. So what's the plot of this episode? It's a storm. Oh, the house. Mm-hmm. The house. So for some reason, Antonio has a list of all the houses that are... In a I, note, I found in that a to be very strange. Yeah. Well, especially yeah, that, that he was writing in a notebook while driving. Yeah, very weird. That's not safe. He's, He's a cab great. driver. He has to know all the addresses. No GPS. He's yeah, got to know where everything sure. is. Right. I still don't like it. Too shame. Yeah. Yep. yep. Hip hiccups. Yep. I don't. You're not uh, getting it. Doug's down. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I'm getting as much. It's heat. not too bad, but it is pretty hot. I, I distributed the perfect amount of sauce for yeah. myself. Yeah, if you use a lot of the sauce, it will burn. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I added some extra sauce because I didn't yeah. think I used enough. Um, That's what's cool about this one. It sucks you in. Yeah, it's delicious. With good taste. And then it's like, oh, and you're burning. Hmm. It is, it's very peachy. Yeah. It almost tastes like a marmalade. It does, yeah. Like yes. a peach marmalade. Yep. Um, so, they find out that... Joe and Brian's childhood home is going to be condemned because the ocean is now right outside. It's it's worn away all the all the land. The ocean's at the windows, and they get upset that their childhood home isn't going to be saved. Right. So they go visit. Oh, but along the way, they try to get the city council to not vote to tear it down, and it loses by a three to two vote. Yes. And of course, Roy, being the dick that he is, yep. uh-huh. voted for the house to be demolished. Of course he did. Right, could have swung the vote, but he didn't. What a he's dick. An asshole. He right. is a dick. I hated Roy so much in this episode. Yeah. Honestly, I, I did too. I don't yeah. feel like... In most episodes, I don't like Roy, and he right. makes me angry. In this episode, I was like, I hate him. I don't feel like he's got any redeeming value as yeah, a character. Yeah, he was a giant asshole this episode. Yeah. He was the villain. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, because he's 
we'll jump ahead, but he later on is stealing the fixtures from the house. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's when, why he voted. Right. When they go back to say their final goodbyes, he's there upstairs. St- being Here's a, the problem. He's burgling. And he's stealing the fixtures. He's a burglar? He is a burglar. At least he's not a smuggler. That's true. Um, so, well, before that, they go to the house just for uh, just to see we'll, the we'll place. Reminisce. Why, see, why, see the condition. Right. Why could it be condemned? Let's see what we can do. And they get a weird flashback of Joe and Brian as kids with their parents. And we know that ends poorly. We know the mom runs away. Uh, runs away. We know the mom leaves. Well, and like the the flashback has such a poor transition. Right. It's so weird. It, it, it is very weird, but... Well, because they tried to do like the... The uh, the Dickens like they're there in the scene watching uh-huh. it yeah. while it happens, yep. but they sort of reverse it where like the house doesn't revert back in time, just the people show up. So the kids and the parents are in the condemned house with like the shadows of the pictures on the walls and stuff. I don't, and I don't know if Wings had that budget. Right. Which, by the yeah. way, <laughs> even condemned is nicer than the house right. I grew up in. And the three and I grew up in a nice house. And the the Funky Brothers and Helen are there watching this sort of reminiscing and whatever. Well, and I like too how. Like as adults, they look yeah. back on it very differently. They're right. like, "Oh, like we love this house," and when they're kids, like this house sucks. Right. I yeah. did like right. that. I like that a lot. They were saying like almost the opposite. Yeah. In every yeah. Right. Did like we that. did we need the the once again Helen is fat joke? No, no, completely no. unnecessary and not funny. Helen, right. they show Helen showing up at the door for the first time. Uh, is and what I'm Helen? You want to wrestle? Right, and jo- she's a person, a perfectly reasonable right. little girl. And Joe, young Joe, straight away says, "God, you're fat," which is insane. Uh, Kids are cruel, man. Yeah, but there was no joke there. It's unnecessary. That's just being a shit. Right. Yeah, I mean, I agree. But um, and then so they do that. They reminisce. They leave. They go back. They try and figure out if they can get it uncondemned or saved from a historical perspective. Can't do it. Can't do it, and Antonio says to give, it a, it. to give it a farewell. Was there any? There wasn't even like a B plot in this, right? This was no, it. this was it. Um, so they decide they're going to go have a little farewell party with some beers uh, at the house. Yeah, yeah, just sit around, reminisce. Um, they should go there. More flashbacks. Yeah. Uh, well, Lowell shows up because he's like, "Oh, free beer, hell yeah!" Right. <laughs> um, then they hear Roy a rattle upstairs, and like. Oh, there's yeah. a prowler, and Roy comes down, and Wool goes, Roy, watch out, there's a prowler upstairs. And that made me laugh. Wool was killing it this Lowell episode. Wool was great, yeah. <laughs> My favorite, I love the joke, when they're all talking about going sledding, and Lowell stands up, he was like, yeah, those childhood memories, they can't take those away from us. <laughs> then Helen looks at him and goes, Lowell, you weren't there, we didn't even know you yet, and he's like, well, I guess you can take those memories away. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Um but then uh, it ends up with uh, Brian and Joe, like, upstairs in the room. Kind in their of own bed, yeah, their old bedroom. Um, you know, Joe's compartment with the Playboys, and Brian knew it, like, because he was, re- like, or Joe's like, oh, how did you know all this stuff? He goes, ah, I wasn't reading yours, I was reading Dad's. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, because he remember. I thought he was so, going to, I thought he was going to go bust size on the model, but he didn't. He just knew turn off. Yeah. I have an, a question, though. Yes. Did anybody have a secret compartment in their room, and what did you keep in it? Uh, I didn't have a secret compartment, but I certainly had nudie mags. Oh yeah. Um, Where'd you keep them? Like under the bed or under the mattress or yeah. up, up high in a closet. I had a I, yeah, my closet's where I put everything. Like, but I also hid my like cigarettes and weed. Yeah, weed there. Yeah. <laughs> empty Junk. empty alcohol bottles. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I hid. Okay, I had an old giant box that I kept them at the bottom because on top of it to throw off the trail. 
were all my copies of Nintendo Power. Ooh. Oh. Because that way... Is this my... the same giant box you still have? No, because if I still had those Nintendo Powers, I probably would have been able to no, sell I, them I, for good I, money. Yeah, I just mean your big Foot Locker yeah. thing that you still have. No, this was like a oh, oh, cardboard okay. box, oh, not, okay. not a Foot Locker. All right. That was... Yeah. I was... Actually, it's funny because they said, oh, Playboys, oh, that one's from something, something, 1971. Mm-hmm. I used to have a shit ton of Playboys from, like, like the early 70s. I, nice. I was terrible at hiding stuff because I would just be... I'd be like, no one's going to come in my room, and if anybody knows my mother now... She was uh, definitely coming in uh, your room, uh, yeah. Shoot. Um... <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I'm not touching that with a 45 foot um, pole. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I got caught a lot, uh, and <laughs> sadly, from my childhood, just not caught in the act, but caught with the materials in my room. A young, a young DJ pants around the ankles. Yeah, it turns <laughs> out pretty much every time I would leave, she would like search my room for yeah, shit. I know that my, yeah. my grandmother did that too. Um, but like, I the one time this is a super inside story. Uh, my dad would freely just give me porn because he was a horrible human being um and the one time i stole porn because he, he showed me he was storing it on top of the fridge so when he went to bed i went and took it of course and i also took of his box did. of condoms which i was young enough to have no idea what to do with them i just was like oh they must go together i'm sorry to laugh right i i was very I'm just, young I, yep, I, so i saw my first porn in the fifth grade so like i had no idea about anything and my mom caught, like, I, the comments, I never did anything with them, but she found them all and flipped out. Because, like, obviously her brain went to every, that I was using them and whatever. Uh, I wasn't. And then my dad came to pick me up to, like, punish me because my mom knew where I got them from. And he was like, can't you just fucking hide them better? <laughs> I mean, it's a good question. Yeah. I had a secret compartment. So there was a light fixture in my closet. Ooh. But... If you, like, next to it, there was a hole, and you could get into the ceiling, and so that was my secret compartment. Nice. I didn't keep any porn in there. I wasn't, like, I I don't girls, like, gather porn. I Um, I know plenty of women who like porn. Women who like porn, yes. Teenage girls I don't think teenage girls collect porn and store it in their their bedrooms. I just, I don't know that that happens, you know? It seems more rare, yeah, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I, what I kept in my secret stash was, like you said, cigarettes, yeah. and then also uh, metal CDs that my mom didn't approve of. I was just about to go there because I know what yeah. happened with your typo negative so, CD. So, Origin of the Feces yep. by typo negative yeah. was in my stash hole. So yeah. my like not a, well, it's not an alcohol or drug or porn story, but my grandmother once uh, found like razor blades in my room. I was using them to cut the phrase off my jeans because you know uh-huh. that style, whatever. Everybody had phrase on the bottoms of your Cause jeans because it was cool. Grunge. Yeah, because it was so awesome and cool. Um, and she's like, "Are you cutting yourself?" I was like, no, I'm cutting the phrase off my jeans. She goes, you're using it for your cocaine, aren't you? I was like, I'm literally cutting fucking phrase off my jeans. Like, Jesus Christ. I was like, do you want me to do coke in front of you? I will. <laughs> Fuck. I don't know that would prove, prove you yeah, or I don't. Her. I don't think that that would prove anything. But, you know. It would pro- no, it would prove a point. Don't go in my fucking room. <laughs> it's true. Graham. Um, Rest in peace. <laughs> God damn, man. Oh, dude. Oh, oh. Hey. It was fun. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on. I know. Come on. Ah. Um, 
But yeah, so that so then there's letters to Captain Kangaroo, a completely yeah, weird, that was like a weird, weird non sequitur, uh, yeah, yeah, weird journey that they took there. Yeah. And of course, I had to go make it sad when Joe's looking out the window and he's like, "Cause I always thought mom was coming back." And Brian's like, "Just you're standing here because you thought mom's coming back, didn't you?" Yeah, it's like, "No, she's gonna be back though." He's like, "All right, Joe." Mm. Like, even Brian knew at like that age. Now she's not coming back, and that was yeah. sad. Yeah, that, so, was, uh, that probably heard the flashbacks right. of their, right. that episode from a couple or last yeah. season. We learned that that their dad started wearing the mom's night clothes around the house after she left. Like, what, little, like he went crazy, went a little or loony, something. I guess. Like, they said yeah. they found him passed out, like at the McDonald's, yeah. like yeah, in in the arms of Mayor McCheese. Yeah, I remember. Like, isn't that's like I remember. There's a. An episode that they say early on. Isn't that why Joe went back? So it, it makes me wonder, though, because it's like, okay, did the dad, like, just lose his mind? Or was yeah. it, like, yeah. an alcoholic? I like, think he lost his mind. Yeah. I don't remember if he yeah. was an alcoholic. I don't really remember, too. I don't think they said anything about drugs or alcohol or anything. No, I think I he think just it was, lost his mind. Yeah. Like, dementia. That's sad. Yeah, because he just started acting yeah. like a child. Because in that episode, Joe said he had two kids he had to raise, Brian and his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. So he just yeah. um, he just yeah. kind of just checked out or whatever yeah. happened to him. So then Brian puts his foot through the wall because yes. he's kind of pissed off. Right. And he's just like, damn, that felt good. Right. And then, Joe, try it. Joe starts knocking down shelves. Yeah. And they just start busting and fucking they're, shit. They're the, wrecking, they're the wrecking crew and yeah. they invite everybody along. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lowell's got tools in his truck, including three <laughs> sledgehammers. <laughs> Bless it's a very popular man. thing to do. I mean, they even have like those smash right, rooms right, that yeah. Yeah. super satisfying. There used to be yeah. one near here, very except cathartic. the owner burned it down for the insurance money. Oh. Nice. Yep. So I do love the Lowell once again had the killer line of um, like alcohol, naked women, wanting destruction. This is just like my sister's sixteenth birthday. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, and Lowell also says he goes, "Can I have a beer?" And they open up the cooler, and he's like, "Oh, bottles and cans." Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is fancy. You dropped a noise when they just fucking did it. Uh-huh. Good for well, and then Lowell has my favorite trope of all time, where. Uh, they see he's upstairs yes. destroying with things with a chainsaw. He said that in his family, they usually pay rock, paper, scissors for the chainsaw, but they all just let him have it. Yeah. So he's upstairs and they they see the chainsaw saw start coming through the ceiling. And they're like, oh, this reminds me of one of those cartoons where somebody like saws a hole and they're standing in the middle of it. And they're like, oh, yeah, even Lowell's not dumb enough for that. And they all take a step back because the ceiling is coming down. Yep. And Lowell is, has cut a hole yeah. around himself right. and has ridden the, the ceiling down. With a running chainsaw. With a running Well, I mean, the chainsaw's right. not running if you look at it. Well, but, but, you know, but, it's supposed to be running because right. you he, hear the noise. He could have Ted Nugent himself really easily there. Was that a thing that Ted Nugent did? Yes. Ted Nugent had a reality show for two seasons um, when he when people still thought he was marketable. It was pre-democracy, though, so he was marketable for a little bit longer he the second season got post got delayed because one of the things he was he would just annoy people would come stay on his farm and he would annoy the fuck out of them mm-hmm. because he's Ted Nugent because he's such a great guy and he was chasing them with a chainsaw and he tripped and fell and dug the chainsaw into his leg and they had to Shame. stop production too bad many years ago so glad he's yeah. well. In the first season, he <laughs> he kicked a guy off the reality show because it was a competition. Uh, as soon as he oh, got on, as soon as he got on the farm, because I think he, he lost because he smelled like a French whore because the guy was oh, wearing a cologne. French whore. And then he also uh, had his uh, Nugent had his children wait until the vegan lady fell asleep, 
and then smashed eggs on her head in the middle of the night. I'd like to fight all of these people. <laughs> Ted Nugent's a horrible yeah. human being. I have a thing that I'm thinking in my head that I won't say out loud. Okay, that's probably but... for the best. Uh, is it Wang show. Dang Sweet Poontang? No, but like, uh, uh, why is the word Wang in like nine of his titles? Because he's got a tiny peen. <laughs> so you want. a peen. <laughs> the Rift to Stranglehold. That's right, the Rift Stranglehold's fucking amazing. <laughs> the Rift to Stranglehold can go fuck itself just like Ted Nugent. I would like him to get on a... If the Rift to Stranglehold was a person. I would like to get have him get on Jeff Bezos' space dick and put Jeff Bezos <laughs> and Elon Musk all in there. With probably like Kid Rock and all of the Trump family, Holy and shit. then just launch it into space, but then like don't ever come back. Like yeah. no way to land. It's like you're out of fuel and I you're three hundred thousand miles that's away. That's what Elon Musk wants to do. So I'm all for it. Okay. But like he, Elon Musk though wants to colonize Mars, yeah. and I think he should go far away, far. Like, way further than Mars. If you're out there, Elon Musk, listening to Wings on Wings, which I know that you do, fuck off and go far away, way past Mars. Go fuck go off to, to a, Uranus. Yeah, go, to, go fuck off to a planet so far away that it's named after your child, and we don't have to see you ever again. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Shoot from and take hip. And take Ted Nugent with you. Because he can also go fuck himself. I don't know what that means. You got heat ski. Yeah. Um, so uh, as clearly telegraphed, they're destroying the house, and uh, um, Faith shows up saying she got that they found something from the historical council. They can save the house because Herman Melville once stayed here while he was working on Moby Dick. Yep. Does Herman Melville really have this many Nantucket ties? I don't know. That's a good question. Look it up. No idea. Um. And so then they're like, well, we've already destroyed it or what have you. Blah, blah, blah. Of course, Roy being the weasel that he is, says, I don't know what <laughs> yes. you people are talking about. I was at the movies all night. And then Faye's like, oh, I was home doing my hair. Or I was I'll get my hair done. <laughs> Lowell, of course, just goes, boy, Helen, next time you should really consult a professional <laughs> <Yeah>. about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah Lowell was on fire. I know. He was. He oh, was the thing where it. Brian came in from the storm and his hair was all a mess. And that he was, was like, fun. He was like, what a day to over moose. Yeah. Moose. I'm going to start using moose on my hair. Yes, you should. You definitely should. This says that uh, Helmet. Hel- Helmet's mayonnaise was born. <laughs> Helmet. Helmet. Helmet Cole. Oh, we oh. forgot about the, the hot bowl of mayonnaise Ooh. or whatever. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> the spoiled tapioca mayonnaise. Herman Melville wrote Moby Dick without ever having visited Nantucket. Lies. Wow. Lies. Yeah. In the house of God. Um, yeah, so we forgot. So the power is out. We'll, we'll, this will be, be the end of the episode talk here. Uh, right, because there's nothing else to talk no. about at the end. No. Uh, this to death. Uh, Doug definitely avoided this apartment. Helen, Helen is going through her fridge, which is has gone out, uh, and all her food has spoiled, and she's feeding it all to Lowell to see if it's gone rancid, uh, to which he eats the first thing, dips his finger in, and I thought it was a gloved finger, but he had the fingers cut off, and it says, mmm, clam chowder, right? And she's like, nope, whipped cream. And then try the second one, and he's like, uh, oh, that's good tapioca. And she's like, nope. She's like, no, it's bad mayo. It's bad mayo. Oof. And then Roy Roy asks what the special is today, and Helen says it's clam chowder and tapioca, and hands him both things, and he walks away to eat them. 
And then the next day, or later on, whatever it was, or it was the next day, Helen's like, you didn't have any bad effects from, from eating that rancid food, lol? He's like, no, I do what I always do. I go home, I watch TV, I throw up, I go to yeah. bed. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty cool routine. And she's like, that's your regular routine? And he goes, I, I find that that's the best order, or whatever he says, <laughs> or the best way the to best do sequence. it. The best sequence. The best sequence. Hilarious. Lol, hitting him out of the park. Yeah, big this fan episode. of Lowell, this yeah. episode. For sure. Also, before hair got messed up at the end of the episode when she was destroying the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. Helen, once again, I'll say it. When she ties that black ribbon in her hair, it's delightful. That's weird. You're a pervert. Why? Because I like ribbons and hair? Uh Uh-huh. All right. Because you're into Quakers. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it is like, it is kind of a weird, like. I can hear the denim on her jeans. Uh 1800s. It's very odd. How How would you feel if she put pennies in her shoes? Yeah. Her buckles. Yeah. Oh my god, the way she buckles her shoes. <laughs> hey, <laughs> it really gets my motor running. At a certain point, everything kind of comes back yeah. around. Yeah. Did, you? did you see Helen in that waistcoat? The, the way that ribbon bounces when she's churning the butter. <laughs> this um, explains why uh, Amish Paradise is a love song in my eyes. What the fuck? <laughs> Well, exactly. on that note, yes. yes. And on that note, all right, Doug. <laughs> let's rate the episode. We love you, Doug. We'll... <laughs> we do. We love you. Our fans love you. Our fans, fans love you. Everyone loves you. Not it's Elon true. Musk. He doesn't love you. Not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> not after. Not after you burn that bridge. Yeah. That son of a bitch. Well, Elon Musk can fucking suck a cheetah's ass. Yes. Thought, I mean, he thought, probably thought could. Actually, he probably actually could. Because he's got enough money to do whatever he wants. He How can suck you, anyone's are, ass that he wants. Are you going to say, the, you think, it, the, one, it's on the, it's, uh, if you go, like, big game hunting, and you're like, before I shoot this uh, cheetah, I would like to suck its uh, ass. And they're like, oh, that's that's $20,000. Like, what? No, I, I just, I think that if you have enough money, like Elon Musk does, yeah. and you're like, you know what I want to do is suck a cheetah's ass. Uh. There's somebody out there mm-hmm. who's going to make it happen for okay. you. He's got cheetah ass sucking. He money. does have cheetah. Yeah, ass. Like that's <laughs> exactly. A, that's an important that's, level. That's the money. benchmark. Yeah. He's yeah. actually got like one level above. He's got a that. savings account. He's like, why don't you ever touch that savings account? He goes, that's my cheetah ass sucking money. <laughs> yeah. It's no longer fuck you money. It's cheetah ass. Cheetah sucking ass sucking. Cheetah money. ass sucking money. I like it. Uh, all right, rate the episode. Who went? Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, I'm going to give this one a. Uh, three. I like this episode. I thought this was funny. I thought the childhood stuff was touching in a way. Um, and Lowell was really funny in most of the things he did in this episode. 3.5. Douglas? Doug. Um, I'm going to go through that too. 3.5 as well. This was one of the better episodes. I mean, it, it's amazing. They actually had some type of through line that touched on previous stories, yeah. so we can actually tie it back to the other episodes. And they actually had goddamn jokes. Yeah. I mean, how novel. It made the sitcom fucking work. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm going to go 3.5 as well. Cool. I enjoyed it. The sentimental moments were pretty pretty good. They did well with those. And uh, Lowell was a fucking rock star. Yes. I'm going to so. give it a 3. Okay. Wow. This is like the vanilla ice cream of Wings episodes. It's fine. Okay. It's not fancy. I liked it. Okay. Now what if it was, va- what if it was vanilla bean ice cream? Ooh. Or, or French that's, vanilla. That's yeah. Fancy. yeah. Vanilla ice cream is actually my favorite ice cream. I'm just talking out my ass. I'm talking shit right now. You are. Uh, all right. Uh, let's rate the sauce. I'll it's start. my second favorite, actually, after mint chocolate chip. We're but looking people at, hate on that. Once again, Eddie, Eddie Ojeda's Twisted Hot Sauce, Peach Carolina Reaper, 
uh, Eddie Ojeda, the one of the two guitar players in Twisted Sister. Um, the, What's the, the other one's name? Uh, JJ French. He went on to manage uh, Seven Dust, actually. He was the guy who, we like Seven Dust. You, do you actually know the name of Seven Dust's manager? That's okay. Yes, JJ French. That just happened. Right. Yes. All I know is LeJohn Witherspoon. <laughs> That's all I know. Yes, he discovered and managed Seven Dust through most of their career. Uh, and also had to leave Twisted Sister for a while he because Twisted Sister off. used to play so loud that he went deaf. Wow. Yep. So we're looking at uh, created by Eddie Ojeda and Chef Jay Rizzotti. Uh, Is it from New Jersey? <laughs> I would hope. Made in the USA. That's New Jersey. Uh, right. uh, new, new City, New York, it says. Oh. Uh, Eddie Fingers Ojeda, guitarist from the famous heavy metal band Twisted Sister, invites you to try his finger-licking, handcrafted sauce. Uh, Eddie has blended fresh, sweet peaches, ginger root, and smoking Ed's Carolina Reaper peppers to bring a sweet heat flavor that is sure to wake up your mouth. Uh, (laughs) Add to any dish for a kicking hot, savorous thrill. Um, Fingers is going to wake up. It's an official pucker butt pepper product, which is a weird thing. It says there's instructions here. It says before before using the open the bottle and allow the product to b- breathe for a moment, which is an interesting thing. That's weird. Uh, I really liked this. Uh, I love I love a sweet heat. Like it's some of my favorite stuff is the good sweet he- sweet heat. I think this is very peachy. Uh, and like the the heat that was there was was good and didn't sacrifice any of the flavor. Like it was balanced incredibly well. Um, I like sweet heat stuff. It surprised me how much I like this with the peach. Uh, it's got D. Snyder on the bottle, I guess, for the little extra boost. Because everybody's really like, who's this fucking guy? And yeah. like, oh, he must be in Twisted Sister because D. Snyder's there. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm going I'm going bold on this one. 4.25. Wow. I like this one a lot. Dang. Uh, I think it's really good for a wing sauce. I don't know functionality where else it would be, like in tacos and stuff with the peach flavor. But anything where you need a sweet heat, this is this is killer to me. Really good heat, like pretty hot, uh, but still able to talk through it. I really, I dug this sauce a lot. Doug? Have we ever rated anything a five? We should have a bell for five. I don't think so. I know we were real close to think with the Old Bay. Mm. The Old Bay and that Sriracha Panache. Yeah, we were the only The only five I know of was in a fit of madness, I gave uh, Dave's Insanity Sauce a five. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Psychopath. And they're you two, I think... Brett and Michelle have given an episode of Wings of Five, the, mom, the mom episode. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we enjoyed that. Yeah, one. Uh, for this one, for this sauce, uh, this was good. Um, the it's very strange because the heat and the flavor felt so disconnected because I didn't get the heat coming up at all until after I'd already the sauce was gone. The sauce was completely consumed before the heat would start to come up. So it was felt very fucking weird. It almost felt like two different things. That notwithstanding, it was still pretty good. Uh, I liked it. Yeah, it, this is a tough one to figure out what the fuck else you put it on, other than the standard of grilled yeah. chicken. But then again, grilled chicken is just a vessel for whatever yeah. you're putting on it for flavoring. Uh, I think I'm going to go... I liked it not as much as you. I think I'm going to go 3.25. Okay. Still a solid sauce. You know what would be good? Like a like a pulled pork? I think it might work. The fruit flavored with a, with a pork might work really good. But yeah, grilled chicken, chicken wings, I think it would work really well. Um, Brett. So I typically don't care for peach flavored stuff. Okay. 
Um, I just, I don't know. Doesn't and that's a, that's a good point. Your mileage may vary. If you don't like peach, yeah. you're not going to like this sauce. Yeah, it doesn't it do is much very for, peachy. Yeah, it doesn't do much like for a me. Peach, a hot peach marmalade almost. Yeah, when Michelle said it's <laughs> yeah. like a marmalade, that was like, holy shit, it really is. Um, but I enjoyed the hell out of this. Uh, I definitely sauced my, my portions right for myself. Um, what, reading the ingredients and I see the brown sugar, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, this was fucking good. Uh, I'm going to go 3.75. Um, yeah, I could see this on a nice piece of grilled chicken. That yeah. would, like, not a lot, just enough. Um, or a, uh, like a pulled chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. That's good shit. I like it. Good on you, Eddie Yo Jada. Michelle. Um, I liked this too. I I did feel like it was like a little bit like a marmalade, but I I wish that it had a little bit more of a peach flavor or even a little bit of citrus added to it that I think that would give it a little bit more versatility in, in terms of like what you could use it on. Like, I know it says lime juice, but like, I didn't really... Yeah, I feel like it should be a little bit more citrusy. Yeah. Um, but I could see this like, you know, adding it to like a, you know, peach or mango salsa to spice it up a little or... um maybe using it on some kind of like in a salsa to like dip chips in um probably not on a taco but maybe on like a fajita fish taco nah, nah, no maybe i don't know um but it was really good uh i'll give it a, a 3.5 okay now here's the thing i don't think i'd be able to eat a dozen of wings I would. with this i wouldn't a heartbeat um just because I think the sweetness will get it a is really bit. sweet. Like it's very yeah. sweet, right. and I think a dozen might be too much. But okay. for this serving size, yeah. I I, it, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was awesome. So the verdict is: we are in fact going to take it. We do want to rock. Yeah. Uh, and this sauce, <laughs> this sauce does D. Snyder, Eddie Ojeda, J.J. French, A.J. Paro, and Mark Mendoza really, really proudly. That's too much that I know. And the guy who uh, was uh, Douglas Niedermeyer in Animal House. You could dad him. He wasn't in the band, but he's in all their music videos. Close enough. Right. Just like, um, what are you going to do with your wife, Doug? A twisted off. sister pin <laughs> on your uniform. Wasn't, wait a minute. Didn't they also have uh, the dude from Goddamn Hills Have Eyes in one of their videos, too? Yes. Yeah. Michael Berryman. Michael he plays Berryman. the principal of the, of the school, yeah. I think, and I want to rock. He's got the tube. Yeah. The tube yep. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's what I thought. I like Michael Behrman. Yeah. Uh, this sauce, uh, I would say exponentially better than D. Snyder's Strangeland. All in agreement? God, I fucking hate that. Yeah. So here, here. Here, here. Fuck. Here, here. Fucking Dr. Howdy. <laughs> fuck you. Captain, Captain Howdy. Howdy. Captain, Dr. Captain. Resolution Pass. Fuck that shit. Uh, God, that movie sucks. All right. Well. I'm bad now. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> I threw my napkin. Let me get the hell out of here. We'll be back next week uh, with uh, some more... Wings and wings. Uh, and Michelle, do the plugs. Yeah. Check us out at, uh, at underscore wings on wings on Twitter and Instagram. Wings on wings dot podbean dot com. Wings on wings podcast at gmail dot com. Uh, send us a message, email, reach out on it, Twitter or Instagram. We love to hear from people who are listening. Uh, check us out on the soon to be named network at STBN network on Twitter. Soon to be named 
network.com, soon to be named network.tumblr.com, with other podcasts. I don't listen to podcasts, so somebody else has to plug the other podcast. Add-ons with wrestling. We need wrestling. Brett and I's other podcast. Uh, Final Wrestling Place, Puzzle Warriors 3, Longbox Heroes, Longbox Heroes After Dark, Profane Argument, Hit My Music with the Jingle Meister himself, David Kincannon, uh, and our our spreadsheet guru, David Kincannon. Yes. The bro. uh, Unofficial fifth member of Wings on Wings. Yes, that's true. The... um, the uh, George Martin to our Beatles. Uh, he'll get that. Um, Doug, uh, do your thing. Get us out of here. All right. Eat a wing. Enjoy a wing. You're listening to the soon-to-be-named network, the Lamborghini of Podcast Network.